It is with great sadness that the Calgary Flames mourn the passing of longtime Flames organist and beloved teammate, Willie Jusen. Jusen joined the organization in 1988 and watched the Flames win the Stanley Cup in his first season. For many years, Willie was the only sound fans heard during breaks in play at the Saddle Dome. It was in those early days that he developed his own unique and recognizable sound that has been a fixture at Calgary Flames home games for 34 years. If he wasn't playing the national anthem or getting the crowd on their feet, Willie loved spending time with the countless fans that would stop by every night. Whether it was one of his famous jokes, posing for photos, or taking song requests, he made an indelible mark on everyone who met him and took pride in sharing his world with others. Willie has left a lasting impact on the Calgary music scene. A decorated contributor to musical theater, he underscored countless productions. He was embraced by the jazz community as a sought-after concert and studio musician, a member of the Calgary Stampede's Young Canadians Orchestra for over 20 years, and most recently played demonstrations at Calgary's National Music Center. Willie's precision, creativity, and understanding of his craft are unrivaled, and his contributions to the Calgary Flames organization will never be forgotten. On behalf of the Calgary Flames, we offer our sincere condolences to Willie's family and his many friends. You are listening to Big Bill's Flamecast, broadcasting from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Welcome, everybody. This is the very first Big Bill's Flamecast since 2010-2011 season, I do believe, but don't quote me on that. I can't seem to find my original Flamecast TalkShoe account from back in the day. I also uploaded to SoundCloud and all kinds of other places, but... For this particular podcast, I'm going to be posting on my old Happy Hour Talk Shoe account, which didn't get very much traction, I will admit. And I'm going to find other places possibly to upload this, like YouTube and maybe Spotify, but I'm using, uh, you know, ACDC and tracks like that. So I don't know um, how well received I'll be there. I never uh, monetize my material anyways, so doesn't really matter. Hope you guys are ready for a pretty good show. Um, I want to say right off the bat that these shows are kind of a um, work in progress. It is the preseason, and since I haven't done any kind of recording of any kind for many, many years, um, I'm going to be rusty. And... I don't write scripts for my show. I just shoot from the hip. I'll have a rough idea of what I want to say, but um, yeah, I just say it. And I might be editing these and chopping them up. And I don't know. You see some YouTubers that will have like a lot of cuts, a lot of edits. And um, that's because they can take multiple takes and then chop it up into one big um, file. I never liked that because it would be stop and starty. Um, 
so I usually go with the uh, just go for it style, but I seem to ramble on about many things and get sidetracked, so I might test that out. Um, this is my whole season here is going to be a test run. Um, I don't know how um, I'm going to fare in this endeavor, but I want to try something because I haven't done this in a while. I used to really enjoy my flame cast and I had uh, you know some people that really really enjoyed it and you know I just I, I lost heart when the flames traded away all of our guys and Kipper uh, retired I thought it's a rebuilding time and I was a, a fair weather fan and I pieced out um, to do some indie uh, radio stuff and uh, promoted local artist and had a really good time with that and it was a really nice chapter in my my uh, quote-unquote career but uh, and that's another reason why I really wanted to share Willie Juicin and dedicate this uh, whole show and let's say the whole season to him and uh, you know I found that clip and it was just wild that that um, he started the exact year they won the cup. What a what a season. Uh, that uh, must have been really fun for him. And, you know, the, he was a huge part of the Calgary music scene. Even way huger than anything I could ever dream of doing. Um, and so, you know, it, it's so fitting that this show and all other shows will be, uh, you know, attributed to him. And... Yeah, it's a huge, uh, huge thing he accomplished in in uh, the Calgary music scene, and he was very loved. And you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be different sounding. Whole thing is gonna be different when you go to a Flames game now. But uh, yeah, let's talk about the Calgary Flames last season. It was a heartbreaker. We lost against the worst team for us to lose to, and we got smoked. And uh, it was very depressing. It was sad. I thought for sure the Flames had the edge in the talent department. But when it comes to the playoffs, you can never count out any single team. Just like the uh, 2004 Flames, who I think made it to the sixth spot. We were sixth in the uh, division, and we made it all the way to the finals. And... Myself and many other Calgary fans believe we won in Game 6 when uh, Martin Jelenas was robbed of that game-winning goal against the Tampa Bay Lightning. But enough about that. We will uh, only share good times. Conroy in the corner. Tried to slide it out front. And the putt was loose for just a moment. Now Edinburgh takes a shot. The rebound in front. Now, according to the Gary Bettman YouTube channel, that was the loudest ever moment in Calgary Flames history. They did a full 30-team or 32-team loudest moment in the NHL. But for a lot of you younger Flames fans, this might be your loudest moment Pizza pass to Leno, stopped by Ottinger, took it up high, the goal, scores! 
that was the most loudest moment I would assume now uh, looking back on that uh, quote-unquote Gary Bettman video uh, that's obviously quite old and that is the probably updated loudest moment in recent memory for the Calgary Flames and we do have to talk about it uh, it's like uh, you know we have to open a window and clear the fart out because yes we got beat by the Edmonton Oilers of all teams and it was uh, it was heartbreaking and what's heartbreaking uh, well what's more annoying than anything is the uh, the fan memes afterwards um, one that really particularly stuck in my craw was this uh, Metallica don't cry and uh, some arsehole some genius arsehole because I mean I wish I would have thought of it uh, totally and I do it to the Oilers but you have to unfortunately uh, we didn't win but you have to win in order to be able to post said meme but it was don't you cry by uh, Guns N' Roses and uh, it was all of these fans filing out of the saddle dome and we're crying because uh, we lost and it's harsh to be made fun of something like that because honestly I remember a time when I was watching the Flames I think it was 2008 maybe earlier than that as I was uh, bless you one of my cats uh, is in the room with me and uh, sneezed so I must say bless you but anyways I was standing in my house singing oh canada this was a few years ago like i said i think it was 2008 or something like that maybe earlier and uh, the flames were about to play uh, a game six or game five one of those ones where we were down and we could get eliminated and i think it was against the ducks i i cannot remember but anyways I started crying during the anthem and uh, my brother's looking at me and he's like why are you crying and I said I just don't want it to end because I knew deep in my soul that we were going to lose this game and we did and uh, it sucked it sucked big time but uh, getting back to the unfortunate Edmonton series uh, that one really hurt because we knew that so many guys had the opportunity to depart at the end of this season. And I just I had a feeling deep in my soul that uh, Johnny Hockey was not going to remain a Calgary Flame. I actually thought Kachuk was going to stick around. Um, but with Johnny leaving and the way he did, it really, really... Uh, really pissed me off I gotta say um, even though you know true living saying it's he's in his rights and all that it was uh, it was really harsh the way he did it you know Kachuk leaving um, rumored that he was mad that he uh, couldn't be the captain or he wanted to have that uh, honor gifted to him with a contract and the flames weren't uh, willing to do that apparently I don't know I wasn't there and so uh, he asked for a trade. 
and I respect him for how he handled his business. And because he requested that trade, uh, Brad Living was able to sign him to a really nice deal and then get a ridiculous return uh, for that uh, player and investment. And we got Matthew Huberto and uh, Matthew Huberto. What am I talking about? Um, Jonathan Huberto and uh, Mackenzie Weger and also uh, first-round pick conditional. I think that one already went to Montreal. And another player that I cannot remember at this time. Anyways, that one move completely uh, turned the tides, in my opinion, to get this team um, as a playoff team minimum. You know, uh, it still remains to be seen. I am very confident in this season. Um, but that being said, chemistry and all that, we don't know how things are going to go and uh, adapting to coaches and stuff like that. In my opinion, uh, Jonathan Huberdeau and... Uh, Caudry definitely have the right uh, mentality to be a Daryl Sutter guy. You could see that uh, the superstar, um, I want to party and do my own thing, uh, especially with Kachuk, uh, that whole thing was there. And I also believe that um, Johnny just wanted to be back home in his uh, home country and did not want to play in the Great White North anymore and was going to go to any team in the East that would, would take him. And uh, he, you know, he didn't want the money. He wasn't doing it for the money. He was doing it for family reasons. So I guess in that sense, that's an honorable thing. But anyways, uh, I do believe that Huberto, Caudry, and Mackenzie Weger are going to fit in so well here with the Flames, and I do believe we are going to be a playoff team and uh, possibly get uh, a lot of uh, division titles and all that. But we uh, we can't really say that's a guarantee, but in my opinion, we're definitely getting there. So we got some audio here on uh, Caudry and Huberto um, when they were practicing, talking about uh, how they feel they will uh, fit in here and uh, lines and all that good stuff. Uh, with new faces and new bodies and uh, everyone's just trying to get familiarized with each other to start camp and uh, you know try to try to build some early chemistry but you got to mix and match uh, sometimes so you know ultimately that's that's up to Daryl. Just play well do what I do I mean I uh, don't really um, specify on my expectations I, I have very high expectations on myself and uh, hold myself to a very high standard just like most guys or all guys in this dressing room do so uh, including coaches um, and you know that's what you need to, to be a good player you gotta um, be honest with yourself and uh, try to improve yeah it's exciting a little bit of nerve I mean you, I think I messed up like three the first three drills so I mean a little bit of nerves but it's gonna get you know a few days and I think it's gonna be good after that at first I mean obviously you want to Win your division. That's that's what we think about. Personally, I don't really care about the points. I mean, yeah, last year I had a lot of points, but we got swept in the second round, so that doesn't mean anything. I mean, I want to be a good player in a regular season, but a better player in the, in, the, in the playoffs, and that's what I want to do. And I think this team is is a good team, and we, we can do some damage if we you know play well in the regular season and after in the playoffs. Another reason I believe this team is going to gel very quickly is uh, 
the same situation that Huberto and those guys went through with the Panthers. They got knocked out in the second round. They were the President's Trophy winning club last season. So they had sky-high expectations for this season. And he had no idea who was getting traded. So that whole summer, he's sitting there uh, stewing about this this second round exit and how he wants to get back into it the flames second round exit same situation and so those guys from florida are definitely going to have that same feeling in their gut that uh they they're not satisfied they want to win and they want to get it done huberto and Uyghur also have that extra chip on their shoulder because they're really pissed off huberto was rumored of telling bill zito the gm of the Florida Panthers to fuck off um, or fuck you actually is what uh, was rumored to be said because he loved his Panther team. He was extremely invested in that club winning the Stanley Cup and he felt uh, kicked in the ass and kicked in the nuts um, because he put so much of himself into that team and that is another reason why he signed that extension with the Calgary Flames because he wants to be a pl- in a place where he's wanted and you know no matter how good of a hockey player you are the uh the ego would have got hit saying that you know we didn't win so I get sent off like he's the reason why they didn't win and that's not true at all. He's coming here to prove to Bill Zito that I am a winner. I am going to win a cup and I'm going to do it with the Calgary Flames. And, you know, if not, he's going to play as as good as possible, I believe. And a lot of folks is no, well, not a lot of folks, but some folks online are complaining about the the length of the contract saying that yeah in the, in the beginning it's going to be good but towards the end it's going to be bad this guy has a character um to play as hard as he can and uh to go as hard as he can no matter what and age happens i'm not going to fault the guy for getting slower as he ages but uh, i see no problem with that contract and um, they're going to fit in very well as far as Kadri, i think he's going to fit in um because he won a Stanley Cup, and uh, he he knows that the Flames have been seeking uh, him out for many many years, regardless of the history that he has with uh, you know hitting people and and um, you know getting those misconducts. He's the most penalized player in the league apparently, and um, but that's the kind of style we play. We play a big in-your-face, defensive-minded system. And so um, I think he's going to flourish. Also, Uyghur really looks like he's at home already in the preseason, and we have so much hockey ahead of us. And um, I think he's going to be pretty much signed. As soon as we figure out um, a few other pieces, uh, I believe Brad Treliving is working on signing him and figuring out uh, the cap situation. But uh, there's one other thing I want to talk about before we uh, end the show for this very first episode. I wanted to talk about Michael Backlund. Last season, uh, right when the Flames got eliminated, I posted on uh, one of my social network sites that I believe 
that Michael Backlund deserves to be the captain of this team. He is the the veteran. But I before I, that he was even settled because we still had all these contracts, um, question marks going on. Even right then I said he should be the captain of the team because of the amount of heart that he showed uh, during the playoffs. He never he never quit and he wasn't out there thinking about other contracts and, and whatnot. He played um, with all of his heart. And so um, there's no surprise that Twitter is talking about giving him the cap. Like, they're all wanting him to have the captaincy. And I am full support of this. I was on board the moment we got uh, kicked out of the playoffs. So uh, Michael Backlund was actually responding to uh, what is being said here in Calgary. Um, forgive me if you've been asked this before, but there's obviously been a lot of, there's been some talk about whether or not the Flames need to go back to giving someone the C for captain. And, you know, I've seen fans on Twitter put your name up a lot considering the fact that you've been here a lot. I remember asking Tyler Toffoli about the leadership core, and he says with a locker room like he's been in, considering the amount of leaders that are around, it doesn't really matter all that much if you put a letter on somebody. I'm just curious about how you feel about that debate. Yeah, no, um, you know, it worked real well last year. Um, like Toff said, we got a lot of players in there who are stepping up in different ways and leading the team. And um, So, yeah, I don't think uh, it's a key to have one guy wearing the C. Um, I think the right time at some point the team will decide who that's going to be and uh, when they feel it's the right time and uh, uh, but yeah if that's not the season then you know we'll do just like last year we'll have a leadership group and but that will drive the team to, uh, as a group but at the same time the whole there's a lot of guys in that room that can be assistant captain or alternate captain or captain so um, we got a great group of guys in there um, a lot of veteran players so um, but yeah it's it's fun and it's honoring to read that fans uh, say that you know they want me to, to be it, but you know uh, it's uh, yeah. Uh, I don't uh, you know if we're gonna keep with just Ace. You know I'm gonna be really happy with that. So either way, it's yeah, we'll be all good. Would you want to see? I mean, I'm not I'm never gonna say no, but it's not uh, it's uh, not something I'm expecting. You know um, I. Uh, you know, I'm expecting we're going to go same way as last year, and um, if that changes, yeah, we'll see. Well, folks, that's going to do it for the very first podcast Love back. Is a thing. Hopefully, we will do some game day stuff and have more to talk about throughout this preseason. And then once I kind of get the training wheels off. I'll be able to have probably every single game day with a little bit of a preview and then a little wrap-up when the game ends and give you guys a recap and go over all of that great stuff. And whether or not we win, we're always going to close out with Johnny Cash and the Ring of Fire. So, wherever you guys are getting this link from, if you can leave a comment, please do, or share any of that good stuff for all your Flames fans, and uh, I will be eternally grateful for you guys. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in, and until next time, 
I'll catch you all on the flip side.